Now, this is going to get chunky. I'm not really sure where this is going, but I've given Laura permission to be Gordon Ramsay with a velvet hammer. She needs to go deep. She's asked me some deep questions, and I've got to be honest, I'm not sure I've got the answers she wants. I'm not sure that I've got the answers I want. But in the next few weeks, I've got to ask myself some deep questions. Do I want to eat the frog? Do I want to do the things that I don't personally like? Or can I outsource them? So, Laura, I want you to maybe give me some structure and maybe some people some structure because this is clear eye for the fuzzy guy. I want this to be a learning for others. And I want people to hear it and to play with it themselves because I'm sure I'm not the only creative dude that said, I want to do, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So give me some structure and some questions to really go deep. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think... There's a quote, I can't remember who said it, um, but, you know, I think it's really relevant here. Discipline weighs ounces, but regret weighs tons. Mm. And Mm. if you can be disciplined and if you can put in the work to do the research, to identify the right niche, to think through that niche, to figure out what that niche needs, and then to define and determine whether or not you are willing or able to deliver what the niche needs. And you got to remember, Keith, success only, the only place that you will ever find success before work is in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. Mm. You've got to put in the work before you get to the success. So what are, what are the questions what are the questions I need to ask? I mean are, are are there a do you believe there's a significant amount of things that I don't like to do that I need to do or are there only a few and that I really need to just knuckle them down and outsource the rest? Well, it depends on what your niche is. So that's why we go back to that being the foundation and everything starting with the niche. So as an example, if if Twitter for actors and TV and radio is the road that you want to go down, well then You've got to ask yourself, am I willing to solve their problem? And their problem is not having the time to learn it themselves and do it themselves. So Mm. am I willing to create a service that does it for them? If not, if Mm. the answer is no, then you say, okay, got to go back to the drawing board. That is not my niche. Yeah, okay. Okay. just want to teach Twitter, then maybe you need to find a different niche. Maybe that niche needs to be, um, you know, social media managers that need to learn how mm. to do this for others. Maybe that niche needs to be virtual assistants. Yeah, maybe, Twitter for VA. Yeah, maybe that niche needs to be, um, you know, specifically geared towards the Filipino market and giving them checklists and products and things to, to follow. Um, but then again, you got to remember, that's not a market that's going to be able to pay you very substantially. Maybe it's about putting together, you know, maybe one of your products is uh, 15 checklists to hand off to your VA so that they can execute Twitter to grow your profile. So, mm. you know, there's different things. But, and I'm just but maybe out. there could be a balance. Maybe there could be a balance here. Remember, I'm a people person. I'm not an organized systems person, and this is, I mean, I am who I am, but I'm happy to w- learn and change, but I can't f- flip myself in, in half and turn myself over. But maybe the market is I teach VAs, and those VAs then become my team, 
for radio people, TV people, and say, look, I've trained these people, so I trust them. Mm-hmm. You know, these people are in my tribe. These people are my, my people. You know, I'm not just giving you some random person I found on the internet on Fiverr. I've actually, I know this person. She's good. And I trust that. And I put my name behind her. So, so I train them. That's something you'd have to do some research and figure out. Can you connect with enough VAs out there and find out from them, is this something that they would have a need for? So mm. you see what I'm saying? You, you can't just get creative, which is what you love to do, and design a solution in your head for a problem that you're not, you, you don't even know whether or not that problem exists. So yeah. it's all in the research. You asked me a, a long, long while ago how I picked the physical products that I picked that I sell. And I told you it was a shit ton of research based entirely on numbers. Mm. Can can we pull that apart? I, I've never really fully understood what you've done there. How did you find – you don't have to tell me what the product is – but how did you find a product that you have no interest in relatively and how did you find out that it's – how did you do it? Just numbers, just algorithms, just – going through and pulling bestseller rank for all sorts of different categories in places like Etsy and Amazon and eBay and Craigslist and just looking at a a myriad of data, evaluating Mm. the data, and then determining what sells. There's a book in that. There's an ebook. What was important Mm. was identifying the niche and identifying a large pool of people that would use these products on Mm. an ongoing basis. And did you use FreshKey for that or even more advanced tools? Uh, Well, FreshKey was one of the tools, but I used several tools to get to the end result. And did you do you believe you have to have I – mean, I already know the answer to this question, but I'm sort of asking it to ask a second question. Do you believe you have to have some interest in the product or ca- can you personally create a product that you have no interest in? Well, I don't have to have any interest in that product because I didn't create the product. I have it shipped from China. I just market it. For me, I love marketing. Ah, so the market, yeah, your marketing is where your creativity comes in. The product itself is irrelevant. The product itself is irrelevant. I don't care what the product is. I don't care who the niche is. I like the puzzle of knowing that I have a great niche and I have a product that is Mm. meeting a specific problem, a specific need that that niche has. Then I create the marketing to bridge the two. And I can see why that would be enjoyable. That's a different variation on the creativity puzzle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think the problem of... But remember, that was not where I started. Where I started was in creating social media programs and always creating these programs and then always chasing my tail because the platforms change, the people that yeah. want to learn the information change, People don't want to learn the information themselves because it's just, you know, there's too many platforms out there to be good at. Then more and more people are hiring VAs and outsourcing, so they don't actually want to learn the platforms anymore. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to use the platforms for myself and change my puzzle. So instead of my puzzle being about creating digital products, which I love to do and I still do, I create eBooks and 
and videos and digital products that accompany my physical products so that I can marry my physical products business with my digital marketing experience and be able to build a concrete list and a substantial business. Mm. So you've actually had quite a lot of similar experiences. You haven't had the CDs and the cassettes in a box. I mean, I'm right there. I'm telling you, I've got grey hair and I don't anymore wear leather pants. But I used to, in 1993, I had long hair, longer than Bon Jovi, longer than my wife, and I've got all these cassettes sitting in a box. But the point is that you've had that experience. Shit, I made a product. Now I've got to change it. It's not selling as much because people are changing. You're now going down the route of my creativity is in selling a product that people want. I know what people want. The fun part is getting the creativity around the marketing. Mm -hmm. So you've just you've basically moved to an, another section of the room. Instead of being in the production, you're now in the marketing department. Well, I'm still in the production, and I was always in the marketing. I just put a twist on it. I am a very creative person. I love to be creative, right? But if I just kept being creative because that's what I wanted to do and not being creative in a way that filled specific needs within a specific niche, I wouldn't be traveling the world three and four yeah. months a year. And so that's why I'm saying you're at a crossroads. You've got to decide if you are willing to do the hard things and make some hard choices. And you keep saying you can't change, you can't flip yourself inside out, but you can change. And you can make tweaks to how you view your creativity so that it serves you and your wife and your lifestyle in a way that brings more happiness. So could you could you give me like three big chunky questions to ask myself in the next – I mean, we've chatted about this over the last, last hour, but let's pull it apart and ask three things. One, what is the niche and what do they need? Yeah, and, and then – and you may go through this a couple of times, right? You, just like you did this time, right? So you identified the niche. I'm trying to say it your way. Niche, niche, niche. So you identified the niche, but then you have to – Go further with it, right? Okay, so I think I want to do Twitter for actors, TV, and radio. The reason I told you to poll people and find out what they need is because if you had done that, my guess is that you probably would have found out that they need someone to do it for them. And then you would have said, well, shit balls, I don't want to do this for people. That's not what I enjoy. So what I want you to do is continue to uncover the different niches that you think that you could mm-hmm. serve, and then ask yourself, A, can I solve their problem? B, am I willing to? C, can I do and will I do what it takes to be able to deliver? Mm-hmm. And if that's outsourcing, if that's doing things that you don't want to do, if, you know, maybe creating digital products, um, you know, if that's all you want to do, then then maybe you should be doing digital products that are PLR material that you let mm. other people sell and put their name on and, and put them in somewhere like Warrior Forum. I mean, you're not going to make a ton yeah. of money from it, but if that's what you love doing, you know, you, you've just got to decide. If you want to keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting the results you've always got. Yeah, and that's – look, you're right. I'm, 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 this is the end of season one. You're going on a break. I'm going on a break. And I've got some deep, deep thinking to do, and I'm sure everyone who's listening to this has got similar stories. Are you willing to do what needs to be done? Um, And, you know, is there a significant amount of things that you don't like doing? Can you outsource them? Um, Is there a way that we can keep researching the niche that needs what I have? 
Uh, big questions. I mean, big questions. Um, I think I think we've wrapped that up. Is there anything you would like to add, given that we're going to be a couple of weeks before we chat again? Anything that you want to sort of summarise over the course of the the 21 podcasts we've done so far? I think this is actually now number 24. What What do you think the essence of what we've chatted about is, and what what's the the, the overarching thing that you've either learnt as a result of talking to me or already knew and have now shed light on? So, Keith, I, I hate to tell you this, but most of it I already knew because you and I have interacted together for a few years now. Um, but you wouldn't – the information that I'm sharing with you right now today, you would not have been able to absorb the same way on our first call because you mm. had to continue to go through the motions to – do those things for yourself so that as you are doing them, I could show you right there on the spot. Okay, Keith, here's why this continues to be a long road for you. Here's why this continues to be a shiny yeah. penny. Now you have an awareness that you didn't previously have. But one of the things that, that you can spend the next few weeks concentrating on is, okay, if, if I absolutely, hands down, do not want to offer actual services, then what do I want to do? Maybe maybe you want to look at going down the road of, um, of having a mastermind and a private Facebook group for, um, for Twitter, you know, social media agents, for VAs, for Twitter specialists. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you want to have a local meetup group where you're teaching Twitter to small business owners. Maybe you want to start a local group where you tap into all of the businesses there that are that should have a Twitter presence and don't. And you want to have them send one of their employees to a workshop with you physically live yeah. in person one day, whatever it is. But I think you need to get off of thinking about products because that is your downfall. You you just keep going down the road of more cassettes. Next wow. time you tell me that, you, that you've got eight tracks in your shed as well. Don't do that again. Get off the products for a minute. Clear your mind. Think about what you want to do, what you are willing to do. Wow. And then think about how that fits in with the niche that you want to serve. Because wow. if you uncover more niches like actors and TV and radio that don't want to do it themselves and don't want to learn it, just want somebody else to do it for them, you're going to continue to spin your wheels. <sighs> I mean, I would never, I would never, ever in a million years have expected you to say that. You know, you're, you're actually saying something, and this is exactly what you're telling me. I'm hearing something now that I don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're telling me that I'm, I'm not going to ever make money selling products. No, that's not what I'm saying. The way that you're doing it, you won't. Change, yeah. change the niche. Change yeah. the niche in your mind. What if the product instead, like I gave you an idea a while ago that, that I still think could be a really good idea for you. What if you started really networking the hell out of the, the relationships and connections you've made with colleges, mm, and instead mm. you're putting together a program that teaches college kids how to create a Twitter presence that's going to get them results in the business world, and it's a you know $99 product. And maybe you call it a 297 product, but because they go to such and such university, they get it for $99, something along those lines. If if all you want to do is create products, you've got to change how you're doing it. You've got to find the niche, 
you got to see what their problem is, and you got to see if you can solve their problem. The reason that I don't do social media programs anymore the way that I used to is because things are always changing, and you, I didn't find that it could be as profitable as some other things that I could be doing. I'm absolutely going to take that and resonate with it. It feels a little bit, a little bit, you know, Gordonish. But I mean, you say it with a velvet hammer. I mean, you, you're giving me really great advice. I'm hearing, I'm hearing you say things that I don't really want to hear, but I'm, I'm open to it. But I love the analogy that you've taken that with your current product. You've just moved more into the marketing department rather than the production department. I've, I've been very firmly in the factory, haven't I? I mean, I've been very firmly in the factory making the stuff. And I'm just sim- I'm going to take a leaf out of your book and actually move into the marketing department and market a series of products that I don't have to make myself that the market wants. And that's actually a very, very good place to, to sort of wrap up the whole clear eye for the fuzzy guy. And you, you, you may come back and find that you've spent time focusing on it, you've thought it through, and you still want to make products, and you know that, that it's going to mean that maybe you're not making as much money, maybe you're going to do products in a different way, Maybe you're going to have your products offered in more places. Maybe you'll have them on Warrior Forum and ClickBank mm. and JVZoo, and you'll start marketing at a bigger level. Um, you know, maybe you'll find that, that you want to connect with people on LinkedIn who want you. Like, here's something interesting I did one time. I got hired to write a book on Facebook marketing for real estate for a large real estate company. I ghost wrote the book. I was the ghostwriter. They needed somebody that could write a book on Facebook for real estate. I got paid a lot of money to write that book. It was fun for me to write because I was creating. So, you know, I'm not saying don't create products, and I'm not saying only offer services. I'm saying right now you don't have an equation that works. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, I mean, I'm and I'm open. I'm open to the fact that I have to concede that I don't have an equation that works. And I've been doing this ten years, and I should be better than this. That by now, I should have listened to the lawyers along the way. I mean, I, I haven't. I mean, I've coined this phrase BL. You know, before Laura. You know, before February two thousand and fifteen, I didn't have this information. It's probably obvious to people that have it, but I've never thought of it. I've been living in a vacuum. Now that I have this information, I've got 24 podcasts to go through again, and I do periodically go through them. To this is season one, so I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we're going to pick it up in a few weeks to see where this has all taken me. But there's a big question that really does does need to be addressed before season two, and that is: Am I willing to eat the frog? Am I willing to do the research to find what the niche is? And am I willing to concede what that is? Am I willing to say, okay, that's what they need and I need to make that? And I've never been willing to make what people want. I've been, I've only really wanted to make what I want and try and get people to sell them. I love my song. I'm so proud of it. But no one got it. No one bought it. It's sitting in the shed. I don't want that to happen again. You know, Ralph Waldo Emerson, um, he once said, the world makes way for the man who knows where he's going. You just got to know where you're going. You got to have that clarity. You got to have that clear eye for the fuzzy guy. Get clear. Go back to your strategic filter. Apply it to everything that you do. Make sure that you follow through on every aspect. 
and make sure that you really dig deep personally to figure out if you can deliver on the things that would have to be done to serve the niche and have the type of business that you want to have. Some good, chunky homework for the next couple of weeks. And I'm going away, so I'm going to take a blank book and just write and write and write as I'm sitting by the pool or riding on a camel. Um, and I, look, I, I have to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I know you've been a bit brutal because you're a very good friend and you can. You know, I've given you permission to do that. I hope people have found this useful and not self-serving for me. I, I, I've actually learnt so much. But uh, I'm, I'm going. We, we, there's more to come. So this is like the, this, this Back to the Future Part One. You know, Marty McFly is coming back in Part Two to you know take take it to the next level. So you go and have a wonderful holiday. Get over your cold, and we'll connect again probably in June or July by the time we coordinate our holidays, and we'll see where this goes. I'm very very excited about the future. I am so excited for you, Keith, because I know that you are. You're so close. I mean, success is just overcoming a few more hurdles and you're there. Wow, that's very exciting. 